What's up, pukers? Pukers. You're listening to PukeCast. The show that pukes out the truth to everything you need to know to rise and thrive in the Web3 world. Because it's all about puking rainbows and smoking hopium. So maybe you can start a little bit about uh, talking on your background. Yeah, totally. But I must say, though, I love, I love how you've got a set, you've got a set opener. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I have it. And uh, if you guys tune in to like the Spotify that I, I done it, it actually has a voiceover which I will later on uh, edit in. So that that is um, something that you guys have to hear. Awesome. Okay, so. Welcome, welcome, people from Kaiju. My name is Flatfoot, and um, I'm the CMO of Dios. So to tell you about what Dios is planning to build and what's coming up, I'll first tell you about the basic details. So our current mint date is set about near the end of September, with the mint price undetermined but going to be less than 0.1 Ethereum. Total supply is going to be at 10,000. And then our artist is an artist who has previously worked on Assassin's Creed Dynasty, and he also has his own manga series called Biao Ren. He is an artist from China and quite famous with his work. Now, at Dios, what we're trying to create is a game buy, but at the fir- at the moment now, we are releasing our NFT that's going to be used within our game buy. Now, what we want to bring to Web3 is kind of a game that's focused more on the play aspect and the earn aspect of game buy, because what we've been seeing in Web3 is a lot of game by that is focusing on the earn part of that's focusing on the earn part, which basically just means people play to get the tokens they sell and they're not really enjoying the game. It's more of a financial investment for them. And it kind of takes out the fun of the word game. So what we're trying to do is to create something that focuses on playing. So we're going to include more player versus player as opposed to player versus computer. And then we're also going to create um, tournaments and like we're trying to create a game where it's going to be there's not going to be one set strategy that's going to give you the best rate of return what we're wishing to do is to create a game that's going to be constantly changing and there's not going to be one best strategy so basically what's going to happen is that we're going to have teams of five compete against each compete against each other and that's how our game is going to be currently set up and our game is going to be on chain so what we're trying to do is to create an omni-chain game where where um, our NFT is going to be under Ethereum, of course, but we want to make sure that gas fees isn't a problem for people who want to play. So we're going to also make sure that our games are going to be able to be used on BNB, Polygon, and other chains as well. As for events that's coming up, we currently are hosting a mobile e-tournament game with seven other communities that you can check out on our page. And we've got a lot. We've got quite some prizes lined up for people to participate in this event. So what's going to happen is um, we're going to have we're going to have tournaments that's going to be broadcast in our community and on Twitter. And how people who how communities who aren't playing can participate is we're going to have sort of a betting system set up in our Discord. So we're going to have a betting bot. And prior to each game, you can place your bets to um, see which team you think might win, which community you think might win. And each winning, uh, each correct bet would give you one point, and each point would be used as a ticket later on for our giveaways with our prize list. And the prize list will be announced later on in our Discord. So that's a little bit about the Oz and what's happening with us at the moment. 
Yeah, I think you pretty much uh, explained from, from the end to the beginning the whole concept. So maybe we can just dial back a little bit to know like prior you coming into Web3 or handling this project, what were your backgrounds in the Web2? Oh, well, um, for me personally, I am full Web3. So in Web2, I'm just, I'm a doctor in Web2. And in Web3, I've, I've worked mainly as collaborator, moderator, and project advisor in different projects. I've worked on Team Vivid. I've worked part with Dream3. I took, I'm part of the Worldwide Web3 team as well. And for our team, uh, for the other members of the team, we have like, we have people from RNG, which is an esports company, esports company that focuses on League of Legends. And they recently made it to the finals of the League of Legends tournament. We have analysis and fin like finance analysis for who's responsible for tokenomics, who has worked in Wall Street and has been part of and has been <clears throat> and has been um, working hard on our, our finance. And yeah, so sorry. yeah, so um, a little bit on, for example, like you know, what inspired you to create this project, or how do you come up with this uh, concept? So how um, basically what we're trying to do with this project is because um, we like playing video games. So we enjoy the strategy and like the epinephrine drive, adrenaline drive that, gets, that we get from playing, you know, P2P Legends. So we're trying to bring something similar to the Web 2 into the Web 3. So what we're trying to do is to create something that's kind of in between where players who are interested in the NFT aspect, who are interested in the Web3 aspect, can enjoy part of it with the NFT part. But players who are the here just who just want to enjoy a game, they can enjoy the game itself without knowing anything about Web3. So we were hoping through creating something that's this hybrid, what I like to call Web 2.5, we can expand our target audience base and thereby allowing our games to be played by as many people as possible and that's kind of how and why we decided to start cool and for example you you talk a little bit about you know rng so maybe you can explain a little bit on you know for people for listeners who don't know what's rng about could you give them a brief uh, background on, on them okay so rng is a legal it's an esports company that's currently playing in the league of legends tournament and they are a esports company based in China, and they are part. They are um. They, we're in deep collaboration with RNG, RNG and Diop because they're also interested in what we're giving out. Because they think that our gameplay idea is kind of interesting and kind of matches with what you know RNG is about, which is esports and team to uh, player to player and team to team combat. And for example, what kind of a partnership are you guys um, having with RNG? Is it like, for example, the games that you play, they will participate in it? So what? So what's going to happen is later on, what we're trying to do is to get RNG players to come join in on our tournaments that we're hosting. So like I was saying that we were, we're going to host a tournament later on this week between communities, and we're going to try to do this regularly. So we can create what we what we really want to do, which is create a gamer community where people in Web three who loves the, who loves playing games can find a place and find people to play games. But that's not limited to the game by we're putting out, but also any games that's currently on the Web two market. So later on, after the championships, we can we we are planning on seeing if we can get some of the professional team players to come in and do and play games against our uh, members of our community or our holders. 
Cool. So it, it's kind of like a bridge whereby I'm not a professional gamer. I come in and then I play and then, uh, you know, I get a chance to play with a team that is a pro gamer, right? Yep, totally. It's it's basically like that. And if gaming's not your thing, you like, you know, betting more or analyzing more. We've got we've also got a betting part, which is kind of like guessing which team will win based on your analysis too. See, I see. So it, it it's kind of like like the current esport games, but in, in instead of you know playing leagues or legend or even Dota, you guys have your own game. And the members or the people who mint the NFT, for example, they can participate in the game. And if you don't want to play, you can also um, bet. And all this utility comes by holding the NFT. Uh, with the participating to the game part, yes, you would have to be an NFT holder to participate in the game. But with the betting aspect, we would open it to the public. But obviously, holders of the NFT would have a better would have a payout would have a better payout return and perks that non holders wouldn't have. And in terms of like you know the this week the game that you guys are playing is it something uh the game that it will be the official game or you guys are planning to roll out like multiple games for the community? So the game that's coming out this weekend is actually a popular game in China known as King of Glory or Honor of Kings or some people call it Wang Zhirongyao. It's kind of like a League of Legends but it's mobile version and. Each game is basically quite uh, quite short. It's about 20 minutes per round. And the reason for that is it's the first time we're running this kind of event and we're not sure how Web3 is going to be uh, interested in participating in it or like watching the broadcast or enjoying it. So we're keeping the first rounds of games to games that are slightly shorter. And if the turnout of the game uh, exceeds what we expect, then we're going to host a League of Legends tournament with cross-community, hoping to bring in as many communities as possible so that, you know, although the current NFT market is kind of in the bear market, we can find something interesting for everybody to do. Yeah, when, when you talk about uh, Rong Zhe Rong, yeah, it's like some, it's a game that I know because back in Malaysia, I think like a few years ago, this game is really big and a lot of people are also playing as well. So I, I think um, the angle that you guys are going is more towards um, will you develop your own game or is it a game that is currently here and you guys trying to be a platform for gamers to come and meet, you know, pro gamers? So what we're so the main core of what we're trying to do is still to create a community that loves the game. And then but we are developing our own game and a lot of our focus is going to be on having our own game being produced and then having our own game developed and having our community join the game. But another aspect that we still like to focus on is community because personally I believe that regardless of how well your game develops or how well anything is, it's everything still comes back to how well the community is which is why we want to create something where we can post something that's regular and then people can kind of tune in regularly on like, you know, let's say it's a Friday night, you want to do something Web3 related, and then you, will, you just want to have sound on the side and then you can come to Dios's community and enjoy our broadcast of gaming with different communities and it's just be something you can do on a weekend night. Yeah, the, the way I see it is like, you know, for example, people who will constantly watch YouTube in terms of like, you know, the finest of Dota, the finest of LL, you know, it, this this kind of thing is uh, really big in the market and you guys are trying to make it a Web3 element of it. Yep, that's exactly what we're trying to do. <laughs> that, that I think is really an interesting concept. So how do you limit someone, for example, if they, they hold your NFT, but uh, if you guys are just uh, leveraging off other you know other games that is currently uh, successful in the market so 
the NFT just uh, became like become like a pass for them to join the games? Oh no no no! So with the community games, it's basically anybody who wishes to play can join. But then with our game five, it's basically what the NFT is for. The NFT is kind of like a key or a pass to participate in the game by itself. But obviously, we we do want to include more and more utilities of our NFT. So people holders of our NFT would receive perks in the betting system on the regular game basis, and holders would also take priority in joining the games. Uh, the web two games we hold between cross communities, they can also decide on which communities you know they want to bring in this week. Yeah, and um, so for example, like you know, when you host the game this week, um, is it like a certain cash pool that you guys have, or are you guys like giving out you know blue chips NFTs and stuff? Oh, give me a sec. Let me pull up the um, prize list, and I'll I'll read out some of the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you know. Um, just, just I think just like last week ago, I speak to a another um another project whereby is is slight slightly different from yours, and they have a price pool. So whoever like for example means the NFT, um they the price that they get you know sixty percent they will use the price pool to purchase blue chip NFT, and then you know once they play the game the fight the winner will actually win the NFT. So yeah. for yes, I think it's really focused more towards like esports and in the the fact that you guys already onboard a you know a, a, a RNG which is also known as a Royal Never Give Up and currently they are at the final stage of like uh, LL. I think this is something uh you know really big and really challenging if you are a gamer and you are in a web three uh able to challenge this kind of people or high caliber in terms of like playing games i think it, re- it would be really fun to, to watch as well so for the prize list i just pulled it up so this is the prize list for the game that's coming up this week so with um for the gamer parts we've got you know we've got skins that you can decide uh, which skins you want and we would buy one for you for those who enjoy a little bit more web 2 stuff we've got cheers up weirdo ghost gang dr g have hiding t-shirts and rng accessories such as you know postcards t-shirts signatures things to give out as for nfts we've got uh, with the more high profile ones we've got Eugene whitelist we've got angry cat whitelist kryptonix pecking monsters we're currently talking to monsterland and the coolest and the coolest nft prize i think is we have an artist rendition mimic so if you're if you're familiar with mimic shans the artist has agreed to do a one one mimic for this competition to gift out to one winner that's one of the prizes that i want the most <laughs> yeah definitely can hear it when when you say that and in in terms of like for example uh your project is there any you know um currently because your whole project is, you know, really related to RNG. Do you get a lot of like LL holders in your in your chat? And how is the culture like that you are trying to build in your community? So a big part with um what you were saying is basically it's also a challenge we uh, we can see is that RNG is a big company and they really do have a big fan base. But a big problem is the conversion from Web two to Web three, which is why we try to create something in between where. Web2 players, after they've been exposed to something that's Web3 related, they can slowly move towards Web3, where we can help them in that transition to hope to gain some Web2 League of Legends audience base. And that's also and another reason that's also another reason why we're hosting regular community broadcasts for them, so that they can come and they can see, oh, Web3 is not all just NFT and crypto. There's also, you know, community to it. Because 
in the current market, it can be a little scary for people from Web2 to enter. Yeah, and just now you mentioned a really strong point. It's like, you know, when, when you talk about P2E games uh, not being fun, I think that is something that uh, currently the market trend or, you know, or people that is constantly producing game, something that they want to tackle in, in, in the current market. Because, for example, right now, I, I think most of, like, you, when you talk about P2E, uh, the whole model isn't sustainable. And so when you talk about fun, how do you, you know, uh, want to incorporate fun into a game? So a big part where why um, we think that P2E is slightly unsustainable is because because it's tokenomics. So what happens is people get the tokens, they cash out, and then they get more tokens and they cash out. So then it's basically whatever they'll do whatever it takes to get the most tokens and, and really don't consider you know the game aspects or the game mechanisms. So what we're gonna do is um, first of all we're gonna take so a lot of game fights have that project where it's player against computers so there's not really player to player interaction so what we're trying to do is to take out the computer aspect of it and kind of force our players so that all games are player against players because each time your opponent's going to be different and the player is going to be different there's never going to be one single strategy that can carry you throughout every single game and because how blockchain works where every single move you've ever made is going to be marked down on blockchain so there's another strategic aspect to it where prior to playing a game, you can analyze your opponents based on their NFT transactions on blockchain to see, to come up with a strategy with your team to beat at the opponent team. So we think through this way, we can kind of make our game a little bit more fun than what people are used to seeing game by. I see. And when we talk about like, you know, making a game fun, is there something that um, you guys already have in mind of like, you know, a certain set of games that you guys uh, want to release after the main? Or is it like um, you guys are currently just using um, the, the games that is, that is and then the development of the games comes after the main? So the development of the game definitely will come after the mint. We're trying to push out the development of the game within one month after the mint. So we understand how, you know, Web3 holders feel about holding NFTs for a while that doesn't really produce anything in return. So we're going to try to shorten the period between Mint, I mean, post-Mint and the game coming out as short as possible. And we're going to fill time in between, hopefully with events that keep our holders entertained. Okay. And in terms of like, when we, when we talk about the current market, um, how is the team handling, you know, cu- currently we are facing in the bear market. So how is the team currently handling this challenge in terms so, of like community building? So we do understand how, you know, the current market where people aren't really that enthusiastic to participate in, you know, uh, what we used to call grinding or like, you know, trying to get into Discord or fan art. So the market now isn't really what it used to be, you know, like four to five months ago. So now we're kind of just slowly building. So we've been reaching out to communities one by one, trying to attract as many users as we can who are actually interested in our project. And we do try to host weekly events and to keep things entertaining within our discords. And we have three tiers of our whitelist to encourage to try to encourage, you know, activities between members and our team. So usually with collaborations, we give out a chosen ones list, which is a basic whitelist. But we also have a city lord whitelist, which is a special whitelist that gives you our NFT at a discounted price. And we give these out to people who are, you know, active and they come participate at our events because we hold we hold a weekly Sunday event and throughout the week there's, you know, an event here and there where we try to engage as many of the community members as we can. 
So we think through this process, we can hopefully try and build up our community where, you know, they find us interesting and want to come back. And we're also hoping to um, keep the price really cheap. So like I said, we're going to try to bring it down to less than 0.1 Ethereum so that, you know, the entering threshold isn't too high for people who are a little skeptical or on the fence about joining our project as well. Yeah. So in terms of like, you know, the build up to your main day, how it's, uh, how, 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 how do you guys plan out? And um, the, do you have like a specific main date already? So currently the mid date hasn't been finalized yet, but we're looking around September 25th and September 26th, where that's approximately when we want to mint. And uh, about the build up to the mid date. So we're currently organizing a few more AM with a few more different projects to try to explain uh, between words, like between people to try to explain what our community is to hopefully bring as many people as we can, like to bring as much attention as we can to our project. And I guess between now and to our mint date, we're just going to continue doing what we've been doing, where we're going to we're going to reach out to people and really just tell them this is what we're building or this is what we're offering the Web3, the Web3 community. If you're interested, if you like to gain, please come and see what we can do. Yeah. And in terms of like selecting the date, for example, do you guys um, have... Is it a factor with like you know currently uh, Ethereum is gonna merge I think on the like the fourteen or fifteen and stuff like that. So is it going to uh, you know going to affect the date that you guys selected? Well, so yeah, so definitely Ethereum merge is gonna uh, affect how things start looking better. Uh, maybe the NFT market will, you know, some hype will return to the NFT market and will slowly go from the bear market back to the back to a bull market and everything will just move smoothly. But we're also we also understand that things might not go as planned and we may turn into a deeper bear than we are now. So we are a little flexible on the mid price and the date's not really going to change that much because we do want to get things moving along. So the date probably still going to be the end of September. So the only pricing of our NFT. If we go into a deeper bear, we're probably going to consider lowering the price even more. Whereas if you know market stays where it is now, we're pro- it's still going to be less than zero point one Ethereum, but we're probably going to aim a little bit higher. So we have a little bit more funding to use post mint to bring to like return. Hello? Can we still hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, no problem. Okay. Yeah. So I, I was saying that, you know, um I was I was reading up the the bio of your artist and one thing caught my attention is like um you said that the artist, you know, get the um uh, is really strong in terms of like the Chinese manga or the manhua, right? And in terms of like, you know, creating um the creator of Blade Blade of the Guardians and like Assassin's Creed. So in terms of the artist wise, is it like, you know, are you guys also going to produce because it's a manga manhua artist, are you guys also gonna produce manga for your collection? So because um the artist does have his own his own manga at the moment, we aren't currently act- we aren't actively exploring to create, you know, a manga rendition of our NFT because like I said, we're trying we're trying to focus on a set very, I guess, a very unique set of target audience where we want to focus on gaming. So that's kind of going to be going to be our main focus for a little while. 
And then once we are able to properly deliver what we promised, like a proper game of what we ex- what we kind of want to bring to Web3, that's going to be when we start looking at other things we may be able to do with our NFT. Yeah. And when when I see, like, for example, the, the artist, um, how, how you guys uh, actually created, like, how big is your team currently? And is this, like, artist part of the team or is it, like, an outsource? So with our team, we currently have a founder's team that consists of seven people. And if you guys are interested, we have your bio posted in Team Info about a little bit of your background and what you're responsible for. And then we have four more people on the technical team where they'll be producing, you know, the contract game itself, cybersecurity and everything else within our community. And finally, there's, you know, there's us where we help run, we help keep things smoothly going in the Discord and on Twitter. There's four of us who's responsible for that. And then finally, there's the artist. So the artist is working with the us at the moment and I guess wouldn't really be considered outsourced. Yeah. And it's really, uh, you know, sometimes for, for me, in, in my experience with the Web3, it's all about like, you know, uh, like legit partnership. So in terms of like, you know, um, getting people like, for example, yourself, you, you told me about all your experience in terms of, you know, being in a Vivid team uh, and then coming to this team. So maybe you can share a little bit, you know, in terms of being uh, in so many different communities and what makes you such bullish to want to be in this community? Okay, so as a as for someone who uh, I guess first got into Web three, where I transitioned from you know a player to kind of the moderator side. At first, it was mainly for the money. You know, you get you get a steady income that helps you get the NFT. But then slowly, after a while, where you've been after you've modded a few projects, you start you slowly start to see how you know it's fun to build a community and you can actually make friends. You can actually make a lot of friends through you know these projects. But a lot of projects after Mint, the hype kind of died down, but we'd like to keep these friends. So personally, I've started my own Discord with a few of my friends where, you know, the friends we make through different projects, we kind of see if they'd like to join our Discord so we can still provide a place where you can keep in touch. Obviously, we do stay in the projects themselves because because that's where we first met. But it's just how the market is where if projects take too long to deliver on what they plan activities kind of slowly start to die down and people choose people slowly start to not want to return unless there's something happening so to keep things alive we kind of created a new space for people to you know people we meet in different projects to stay in touch and that's kind of a really big thing for me where you can enjoy and have fun with communities and because we like i personally like gaming myself so a project like the os where we're focusing on p2p where it's going to be player versus player, I can play games with my friends, kind of caught my attention. And which is why I chose to participate in the team to see how, to see what they can bring to Web3, to see whether the game really is how I imagined it. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, when you have like this uh, challenging element in a project and when people come together in terms of like, you know, challenging each other and that 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 is something that, you know, a project needs to have. And from, you know, being from, for example, one project to the next, how do you see, or in your personal opinion, how do you see the space changes from last year to now? Well, you know, originally, from there's many aspects we can talk about. The first aspect I think most people feel is, you know, the profit return part. Before, you know, each whitelist, if you get a whitelist, you instantly hit a rate of return of, you know, 200 to 500%, no problem. 
uh, like two Ethereum, five Ethereum, it was easy money that came quick for full market now, you know, we're all happy with a 0.1 flip. And a lot of projects aren't really building anymore. It's kind of just a quick catch grab where, you know, they come out, it's a free mint, it's a decent play, it's really, really cheap. And then they slowly build up some hype, they mint, and then the project disappears completely. So that's kind of a big part of how I see the NFT market now, which is we're currently in a state where a lot of people are just in for you know, one round. They're going to come in, get some money, and get out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because, because, for example, if, if we talk about, you know, in terms of uh, project being interactive, I think now when I, when I see the shift, it's kind of like, you know, we have... While holding the NFT, it has to be somewhat in interactive. And in terms of that, what I mean is that, for example, holding an NFT and every sometimes maybe every week you are able to do something like in terms of like, for example, the project that is really successful right now is like potatoes, right? And then every week or every two weeks, you can see it, it grows into something. And that is that interactive element that people like so for example like your project i can see in terms of you know people having that you know um able to bet in terms of like the teams that they like um you know when you join in as a player and then you challenge a professional esport uh, player and then the community bet against the, the professional players and you know and people streaming and watching i can see this whole ecosystem is kind of like growing in terms of your project and i think this is something or like a fun element to to it that separates your project from other uh, game, gaming app, gaming projects Hey, Dio, can you hear me? Hey, Dio, could you hear me? You got yeah, but I heard you. I heard you. No worries. I was. I turned into. I turned into a listener. But I heard. I. I was. I was listening. Uh, okay. So another thing with how you're saying about the interactive part is we understand there are you know projects who are similar to ours or you know trying to do, try. Uh, we're trying to like to to people on the outside who hasn't really learned about the OS yet. You know, it may just seem like you know similar to other projects because we aren't the only esports kind of League of Legends like Web2 gaming company who has tried to cross into Web3. But I hope that we can create something where our community is not going to be the same as others, where we can really focus on really focus on interacting with different communities in Web3. Because another thing I see is that communities like, you know, let's say for Kaiju's with Kaiju's, you know, you guys love each other. You know, you you make friends within your community. But we're trying to see, I'm tr we're trying to break that uh, community-community threshold where we can see, let's say, if we host a game between, let's say, Kaiju and Godzilla, for example, and then maybe through, you know, through a live stream where, you know, both both communities can communicate in the same in the same channel. You can kind of cross that barrier between, oh, I'm from the Kaiju, I'm a Kaiju holder, and they're a Jira holder too, you know. It's just, we're all just people in Web3, and we can kind of break the community barrier and expand our, you know, connections and our social circles in Web3. 
and I, I and I think you know uh, this is something that we we have to see in terms of like you know getting the community in um, you know how how we are managing everything so in terms of what what I really interested is actually the the, the part whereby you know people can participate in terms of like watching the, watching the game playing right now and betting so is this whole system um, you guys are going to build out uh, in terms of putting in your nft for example, in the website, and then you guys can like bid on, you know, which play, which team is going to win, or how is the process going to be like? So later on, it's obviously going to be incorporated into our website and within our, you know, on the gaming website. But right now, because the um, our game is still under development, how we're going to do uh, the game next week, for example, is we've built a bot in our Discord where before the game, you can pick a side, and we've made sure you can only pick one side, and once you pick, you can't change. And then you'll get a little pop-up notification telling you which, you know, which team you bet. So, for example, next week, the first game, if I remember correctly, is Mimic Sean versus Cheers Up Community. So, it would pop up and you'd pick a side. And then at the end of the game, we'd end the, we'd end the bot and then it'd tell you whether you won or whether you lost. So, it's all built within our Discord. So, and then for the live stream part, what we're trying to do right now is we're tr- because we're trying to increase engagement between communities. We're going to have a speaker from each community and our community, kind of talking during the game and narrating the game and kind of like, you know, making kind of like you're watching an actual you know your actual game that's hosted in Web Two, where they got professional speakers and we've got Web Three people talking about it. Yeah. I see. So maybe we can end by uh, answering this one question. So for, for you know, people who currently uh, is keen on your project and they hop into your Discord, what, what can you tell them in terms of the real benefit they, they will be having uh, when they are holding your NFT? So at the current moment right now, what we can, what I can, I guess, I don't want to overpromise that we're delivering. So at the moment, all I can promise you is that if you are somebody who likes gaming and if you, if you know, Web2 games, something you like, you can definitely join our community. And even before becoming a holder, we hope, you know, to bring some, bring a new twist to your Web3 experience by providing a lot of Web2 stuff. To, to, trying to break the barrier between Web2 and Web3 as well. And if you do become a holder, we hope, I hope that our game will deliver you what I hope it delivers, which is, you know, a unique Web3 GameFi experience where it's more fun than just finance. Awesome, awesome. And I and I really uh, look looking forward in terms of, you know, having that whole system set up, coming in to see people playing and even playing that betting uh, system. I think this whole thing in terms of, you know, is already happening in the Web3, Web2 world, but now we transition it in the Web3, it can be something really big, right? I hope so. <laughs> yep and uh, before we close uh, I think there's there's one question uh, that is tagged to me uh, so this is kind of like non-related to you girls but we're just going to address it so he asked me that you know uh, tomorrow we will be having a AMA in the Kaiju Friends so Red will be hosting it so I, I know that some of the members here are, are being banned but um in terms of my own permission, I can't revoke it. So it's only something that, you know, I can ask uh, Ray because he only has the, the power to do that. But in terms of that, if not, then um, I, I'm not sure really whether you can come in or not um, because I, we also don't want, you know, people coming in uh, just gun blazing and claiming things and, and just creating a hope. But So in terms of that, 
um, I can just ask for it. But if if eventually if you don't have the access, then maybe um, you have to find another way to come in. All right. So uh, thank you again, Dios, for having me here, and um, I wish you all the best, all the success to you, brother. Thank you. And for those who are ID holders and listening to this AMA, I thank you for, you know, spending half an hour in your morning to, you know, listen to me talk about my project. And if you guys would like to come into our Discord and just tell and just, you know, tell me tell, tell me who you guys are in our community chat, I get you guys set up with a nice little surprise. <laughs> Although it's like 10 p.m. for me, but it's okay, bro. <laughs> you know, 10 p.m., 10 a.m. We're, yeah, we're yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks a lot. We will catch up soon. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. All right. Thank you. Bye. Enjoying the podcast? Go to the PewCast Twitter page and subscribe to the newsletter. We'll write a summary that you can read in three to five minutes if you don't have time to tune in. Remember to click the notification button so you don't miss the next episode. All things rainbow. All things rainbow.